Good evening, everybody. It's Thursday, May 26, 2022. This is the Fakeologist speaking. I'm coming to you from the North Shore of Lake Ontario in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And I do this show Sunday through Thursday around 8 p.m. Eastern. And tonight is Thursday, which uh, is become or has become a regular event night where we host the Marcus Allen Super Show. And we call it that because Marcus Allen is here and he's super. And, of course, we have regular guests who are also super, Tiago, and an ounce of salt per day. So we'll go in. We'll start with Marcus today. Marcus, hello. Hello, guys. Hey, Tim. How you doing? I'm well, Marcus. I'm very well. I'm here and enjoying life. And we'll Good. next up the line to Tiago. Tiago from Sydney, Nova Scotia. How's it going? Nice to be here as well. Great having you. And finally, our re- last regular guest is an ounce of salt per day, Frank from Geelong, Victoria, Australia. Hello, and thank you for having me. Yeah. Welcome. You guys are so reliable. It's fantastic. Never have a problem <laughs> getting you guys to show up on time. And that's, a, that's quite a few people to make this commitment. So thanks to everyone who joined us and is committed to joining in on this show. And we are on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, DLive, and also, of course, FacoTube. And I see that a couple of people are now in the YouTube, and nobody is on FacoTube, but that's fine. We'll just start off and get going, and I'll turn the broadcast over to Marcus, who is the hostess with the mostest. Thank you, Tim. I don't, I don't even know where to start. I mean, this is like a wet dream for talk show hosts, what's going on in life. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, seriously, isn't it? What's going on? I mean, wh- where do you want where do you want to start? Well, we could start technical and say that um, Bella said has been helping me um, play around with it, with my phone system. So the phone system is up and at and it's uh, pretty cool right now. We've got a fakeologist secretary that answers the phone. At uh, I'll put the phone numbers up in case anyone's actually watching live. And usually we have a crowd. Uh, fairly quiet people that don't like to call in, but that's fine. 810-666-1984 or 902-400-1984. You guys can call in and I can try and answer the phone. Uh, there's just a little bit of a menu you have to navigate to get to. Press 1, 2, or 3, etc., but then you can get on. But, uh, yeah, uh, if nobody calls in, we have enough people here to talk. That's fine. And oh, somebody else. Oh, Marcus has a screen. So Marcus is I'm going to show so Marcus. sharing screens. are ready to go. Oh, right. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, we've had, um, we had some, we've had a brand new shooting in Texas. There seems to be a Texas shooting at least once or twice a year. So that's kind of exciting. And I did post a little video on that with a little bit of a crisis actor in crisis for getting his lines. Um, we've got Joe Biden stumbling away as usual. And, uh, well, and we've got uh, Stop Having Kids movement, apparently, on your screen, Marcus, which is funny because John LeBon was talking about, was it last week's fantastic show where, where we had Velocet on? or was or Two, two weeks ago, maybe? Two weeks ago, right. That amazing show, yeah. Yeah, it was not the intention whatsoever to stir up such a controversy. Absolutely not. Uh, there was no intention on my on my behalf, and I doubt it was any on Marcus's either. Nope. John, we talked about John LeBond before the show started, and John LeBond did a little audio chat on that. 
with his group of people. And I did post that on fakeologist.com forward slash blog. So if you want to hear about that, and that ties in beautifully with uh, Marcus's, Marcus's thing that we've got displayed on the screen right now. Yeah, well, it's not a coincidence. I mean, I did listen to a little bit of what John was talking about with some other people of his member oh, call. Okay. And that's actually a great thing. I mean, where to give some people some background, what happened is um, you had two people on, <clears throat> you started laying into them uh, from, uh, from what I heard. I really don't, wasn't oh, paying that's attention. That's a bit harsh, laying in. That's harsh. Well, that's what John LeBond said. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was very dramatic. Did he? he really didn't lay in, actually. Right, right. right. Very innocent, actually. Right. So you're trying you're uh, trying to convince uh, two very awake people that maybe it would be a, a positive thing to reconsider having children. And then I called in because the conversation just came to a screeching halt. And I said, well, maybe I'll chime in on that, too, and give my my thoughts. I, d I never give advice. Next thing you know, all hell broke loose. And uh, I'll, I'll post actually a link to it. You also have it on your blog. Yeah. I'll post a link to Bella set call. Yeah. But anyway, and I'll repeat what I said before that I think one of the best um, podcasts of all time, a very important podcast. Wow. I would say it's important. I don't know if it's the best. That's for sure. No, no. I just it was great. And there's really Absolutely. no intent. It's actually a standard line that I throw out there to childless couples. And um, I think Marcus and I agree on a ton of that information, including, um, is there a point to getting married if you're not going to make a family? Is that a good question? Did I ask uh, that? Or is there a point to getting married if you're going to have children? In other words, why do we have to have what? Why do we have to get married if we have children? Well, how about I, that? No, I think you do. I'm more of a okay. traditionalist, but uh, I, I, so so am I. I, I. I am convinced you do not, um, Ab. If you, in fact, you, you're really doing something legally detrimental. That's right. When you um, get married, what if anyone wants to do anything? <laughs> yeah, they should be. Um, they should be forming a matrimonial contract, right? To, to handle the legal system, and with respect to getting married under God's eyes, it's a it's a different idea altogether. You know, the legal system. If you if you sign a state contract for marriage. You are signing a three thousand page contract, which you can possibly know about, and it changes all the time without your, you know, they don't need your approval to change the contract. It is utterly mad to get married, really. Mm -hmm. Okay, Diego, um, do you have any views on marriage, children? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you guys in the whole and the uh, and the audience want. To hear my views on marriage, but well, here you're it goes. The, no, that's you're why you're here, man. We want to hear everything. <laughs> well, well the seat I'm, at I'm, the round table. When, when when it comes to dating and and uh, and uh, marriage, um, I'm 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 with Frank. I'm a big red pill guy, so marriage is definitely probably the worst thing that a guy can do in this day and age, uh, for the simple fact of probabilities and uh, how much uh, you know the the, the court systems. Uh, screw these guys financially um so there, it actually makes no sense in my dating life I, I i don't i don't even bring the girl here to my to, to my own house i don't even want them here if i if i if a sleepover is needed it's done at a hotel 
I was just going to uh, say, do you meet in hotel rooms? Okay, it wasn't far. Yeah, off. Abs- absolutely. I don't. Uh, I don't mess with none of these. The, the women of today is is definitely not the same as 30, 40 years ago. And to get married, I tell all my friends when they tell me they're going to get married, I tell them, "Oh, sorry to hear that. It's uh, it's <laughs> terrible." And uh, you know, and and you know what? Seriously, because it, you know, I look, I drive you know a nice car. I got a I, I got a nice place, and uh, I get girls all the time you know, trying to hit me up and talk to me. And, uh, it's just in today's world, it's not worth it. It's a, for a, for a guy like me, it's not worth it. And, and, wow. uh, you might, as a man, you might have great intentions on, you know, this is the one she's the unicorn. I'm going to be with her forever. And most of the time, um, it doesn't work out that way. I can, I can name you dozens of my friends who, uh, you know, who are divorced. Um, and the ones that are together are cheating on each other and they're unhappy. So, it's it's it why why get married there, there's no point of it if you want to date the girl and you got you know to me that's that's good enough and uh yeah Diego, i'm very offended that you said that you agree with frank i mean you're you should agree with me too i'm 100 percent with are me. you right are you red pill are you married i'm married and i'm miserable are you? hold on <laughs> let me see if she's here that's hold on come on yeah she ain't here let's talk about it that's not true at all i'm absolutely (laughs) miserable as being married because it's both our faults when you're married you're comfortable forget the money aspect forget what happens if you get divorced i believe comfort is a curse and if you're if you're comfortable all the time then you're not taking care of your spouse it was great when we were dating we dated for nine years it was fantastic then we got married and went downhill from there because we both got comfortable yeah, I, I agree with that. And I also think uh, comfort is, in particular for a male, it's uh, it's not good because he, he loses, he, most males lose their excellence, their, their, their search right. for excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, and they should be focusing, I tell all my single guy friends here, you should be focusing on excellence, striving for yourself. Oh, you know, never mind the woman. They're nice to have, nice to, you know, to have a girlfriend, but she should not be pedestalized and the center of your attention of your world. You should be chasing excellence and, uh, you know, the best that you can be in life and you'll, and you'll attract, you know, whoever, but uh, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. And vice versa. Uh, that advice is for women too. Did you Excellent. just make up a new word? Pedestalized is the best word I have ever heard. I know. I picked up on yeah, that immediately. I don't know if that's pedestalized. Uh... I want that. I know. That's... Take it, take it, use it and <laughs> run with it because you know what? A lot of these guys, they're good. They're good. Well, well-intentioned men. Good hearts. They pedestalize these women, and then these women destroy their lives. And one example that I think I said on the show one time was: I know a critical care paramedic in Toronto. He works for Orange, the air ambulance service. He makes about forty-seven bucks an hour. He's been working for twenty-five years. And one day he came to work, um, and he was driving this old Honda, beat-up Honda. And I, and I told him, "Hey, Nick." What, why are you driving such a, you know, a shitty car? You, you know, you make good money, you make a lot of money, you make with overtime, you're making 150 grand a year. And he told me that, uh, he had a divorce. The, the woman ruined him in court, took the house, took everything. And, uh, and the, uh, monthly payments, he can't afford even a nice car. So this is what I, you know, and he, and he treated her like gold, treated her and she cheated on, you know, the whole story. So this is, this is where men have to chase excellence. Um, in my opinion, and uh, in today's world, uh, market, you know, Frank is right with the con- with this contract. This contract is absurd. It's terrible. It's not in favor of a man. If things go wrong, you're 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 you know you're going to be in big trouble. 
Wow, how yep. uh, unoptimistic is that? Wow, okay, yeah, and pedestal. Well, sorry, but that's work. not to say that, that's not to say, uh, Ad, that you know, with a with a proper contract, everything's fine. The key thing is to not sign a wedding, you know, a, a government wedding certificate. If you take a civil contract of matrimony out, which is just a normal civil contract, you will have complete protection under the legal systems as they stand today. Does any of that change with the child? No. If you if you sign a certificate of matrimony, then you talk about in your in your contract how you're going to raise the children, what's going to happen in the event of um, an end to the relationship, etc. Because of course, the 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 thing that people do not get is getting divorced does not end the relationship; it just makes it more difficult. The relationship is going to continue on whether people want it to or not. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's a it's a disaster from the beginning to the end, and that's why I don't have women coming here. I don't date uh, single moms. I don't date girls with tattoos. I don't date girls that are in therapy. I, I have very strict, you know, uh, be, because of personal experience and experience with uh, uh, friends of mine, and uh, and that's it. I think I think at, at the end of the day, men should be chasing excellence, not not women. So then, you're definitely a fan of Coach Red Pill. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Well, some <laughs> of the things, some of the things in terms of uh, of. Uh, you know, women that or dating that he talks about. Absolutely. I'm a hundred percent in agreement with him, but, uh, certain things, not really, but, uh, I don't even know where he, he was online and then he was in the Ukraine and then he got caught and <laughs> I don't know what happened, but, uh, yeah, coach red pill and, and that kind of community. Absolutely. 100%. Do you put women in the category of planes and boats? Something should be rented and not owned. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> look for me i can only speak for myself for me and my lifestyle i've learned by my own experiences and experiences of my friends that for me uh absolutely zero percent chance any any woman's gonna is gonna be marrying me that'll be zero percent i don't even like i said they don't even come i don't even tell them where i live all right tiago is right. now off the market ladies so don't don't even waste your time no, I'm, and on, the, I'm, Tiger's I'm gonna on, like go I'm on the market. <laughs> I'm on the market, but but with with uh, with certain uh, with certain rules and regulations. No no single moms, right? No 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 psychotherapy sessions. You know, Dirty Benny says stuff. nothing beats ladies of the evening. Okay, what about uh, unless you pay for that privilege, of course, Dirty Benny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so let's move on to the next topic uh, because this is a little too. Um, off fakeologist but it's 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 real talk of course well i had a quote i had a quote to finish up with charlie munger who is warren buffett's partner says there are three ways a smart person can go broke liquor ladies and leverage yes okay. <laughs> L, the three l's okay is warren buffett sorry is charlie a man or a woman i need to sorry if, if, I'm, <laughs> if i'm ignorant just and yeah, what just kind of partner is he because <laughs> if you're oh, going to tell me that a 70 year old not well, whatever he's 88 year old yeah he's old guru, guru of the stock market is gay then i'm 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 moving out of this world well, I have already time to leave earth as uh john talk says what marcus what do you got next what do you got i would like to get 
Diego's opinion on a video. I'll try to play it on my and, screen. Yeah. Okay. So let me pull it up here. It Everyone is. Uh, I'm sorry. Everyone look at the screen. And for those that are listening yes. to the audio, we'll describe it. Uh, it's not letting me do it. Tim, I can't wait to get my new computer. I'm going to send right. this to you to Telegram. It's not very long. You've seen it before, but I don't think I've heard Diego, who is uh, in the emergency services or used to be industry. Yeah. yeah. So if he can take a look at this video. Yeah. You can put it in the private chat and restream too it, if you want. Actually, it won't do it. won't work. You can't so I had to send it to you by Telegram. My God, you're having trouble. Okay. Well, the, the, it, you can't drop a video into You can only do text. Okay, go ahead, link it away, and hello to all the usuals in the crowd. Gabriel, Dirty Benny, Anthony, Tunax, Pepper. Welcome, everyone, to the show. Anthony Stark. And Marcus is going to send me a link. So let me let me describe. It's a um, Getty. It's not, I think it is Getty. Getty video oh, you're footage. you're sending me a whole video. Okay. Yeah, it's not that big. Okay. By the way, do you have fast, Tim, do you have fast internet in your neck of the woods? Well, it's not fiber, but it's as fast as broadband has ever been for the last 25 years. So, no, it's it's no better than it used to be. Okay. So, are you downloading it now? Well, it's here. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to try and play it. Excellent. I'm gonna so, Tiago, if you can look at this and tell me all the things wrong with this scenario. This is from Columbine. Okay. As right. an EMT, tell me all the wrong things that are going on here with the victim, in quotes. Yeah, I think you've. You've said this many times uh, to the group. Okay, let's see if we can see this here. It's a telegram window, so it might be a little small um, unless you want me to download it. Um, can you see it, Diego? Uh, yeah, I could see it. It's pretty small, though. Yeah. It's really small. Well, maybe I'll download it, and Marcus, you can talk it up a bit. Awesome. Yeah, so of course we have we have all these shootings going on right now, which they're I'll just save everyone the trouble. If you want to know if they're fake or not, they're fake. Hundred percent hoaxes. I'm actually on, let me see. I have scheduled on June sixth to do a show exclusively about my checklist of how to know when a school shooting is hoaxed. They're all hoaxed but how you can figure it out on your own without relying on anyone telling you. This okay. thing is a massive. Is that better? Is that better, Diego? Um, a little bit better. It's medium size now. So, so who's that running to? There's two guys behind a SUV. Uh, another, yeah, okay. So they're pulling, looks like they're pulling the victim. To the grass. Yeah, that's that's good treatment. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of giving it away, Tim. Giving it, it away. Say, well, they're, they're, they're not, can't they're, feel a thing. They're not. <laughs> first of all, they're not maintaining any C spine. They don't know if the guy's, you know, right. crippled, crippled or anything. But the but the thing here, uh, but the even the the more glaring thing here is this. So my question to you is: Is the shooting or quote unquote shooting, uh, is it still in progress at that moment in the video? Well, there's someone running. There's a cop running with a gun. Okay. On. All right. Because this now is hiding this is, behind a. Car. This is the thing with paramedics here in Canada. Okay. And I'm sure the EMTPs uh, in the United States are probably the same thing. Um, before we go, we get called to a scene like this. 
the scene before any paramedic goes, uh, you know, goes in there to, you know, to help the person out has to be 100% secured. Right. Whether, right. So whether it's a shooting, a stabbing, a domestic violence, I am not allowed in that building until police give me the all clear that everything is secure. That's the first rule is my safety. And, uh, you know, before anything else. That's right. So, 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 yeah. so let me pause you right there. With that being the case, let's assume that's the case here. If, if Tim can roll that video again, want it again? Yeah. Keep it rolling, baby. Cause people really need to see this. This is, this is just crazy. If the person, if the, if the fireman or whoever that is drug this person away, like they're doing right now, drag can dragged. Can you assume I went to public schools? I don't know that shit. Can you assume that they got the all clear to pull that victim away? It's it's possible that would you know I I don't know it's hard for me to say because I'm not there I'm not listening to the radio communications so mm -hmm. it's it's difficult for me to say but them just pulling that I don't know who pulled that victims I say a fire truck there so I know in the United States the uh, firefighters are paramedics uh, yep. in Canada in Canada and in, in a lot of the cities in Canada they're separate uh, services so giving me seeing this video. If the police gave the the okay, what's a little weird to me is they pulled the guy to the back and then just left them there on the grass. They didn't That's, do no assessment. They didn't. They, they, right. they, they just left them the mud. Yeah, they just look. Look, they just left them there. <laughs> you know, normally we'd be put. You know, even if he was dead, let's say for example, even if, even in that scenario, if he's shot in the head, I have to go through the proper procedure. That's I have to right. put a defib mas machine on him. Yep. to confirm what's called asystole that the patient's in uh, asystolic meaning that they got no heart rate and then i can radio back to base hospital and then uh get permission to call it on scene so this is a little weird that they just you know you know you know uh, slide the guy over on the grass and and that's it so and then they just leave them they don't even assess the guy that's not real so to me looking at this video this is totally totally fake this looks actually it looks like kind of like a it looks even like movie-ish kind is it that that is those are not like real bad movie yeah these are i know i'd be surprised if they were real paramedics to be honest with you because the real paramedic who who's worth his salt would never like just drag a person and then just leave him there that's like that's like and he dragged them through the mud that's like an insult on top of an insult yeah this is this is one drag me through the mud this this looks 100% fake to me. If you if 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 this was a real training session, uh, and I was still working, let's say for Toronto EMS, and I seen these paramedics do that, they would fail. They would fail right off the bat. There's no C spine being taken into consideration. There's no assessment. I don't know if they cleared safety from the police officers or not. Nothing. And if there's an active shooter in the building, uh, you know they could actually get reprimanded for that here in Canada. Why is it after 23 years it finally took you to talk about this? 23 years of this video has been out never there. presented to him or I don't even, I know you've shown it many times, Marcus, but most people don't see this. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's the first time I've ever seen it. This is kind of comical, actually, as a paramedic looking at it. April right. 20th, 1999, Hitler's birthday, of course. Uh, I thought it was the 19th. Oh, okay. Well, 420 is a big day in the drug world, I think, marijuana or something, but... Uh, right. Right, right. Okay. So, I mean, if you if, if you want to know if school shootings are real, just keep watching this. Just loop it. Yeah, well, Watch I it over and over. The 10th time. Yeah, my daughter asked me today, 
are are there if you don't believe in say today's or yesterday's school shooting do you think there's ever been a real school shooting as we are yeah of course okay. there have okay but are they are real well i mean i have a whole checklist let me you want me to bust out my checklist yeah, go ahead so so people do get are are there ever mass shootings in schools ever anywhere in the world I, you, you know i don't want to be as you have coached me coach mm -hmm. tim never yeah. be an absolutist so i'm going to say probably uh my yeah. guess is probably not but probably maybe. not yeah what about in uh australia frank uh, well they had one shooting right we're down at a place called port arthur mm -hmm. i'm talking about school well, the only no, they haven't had any school shootings. They had one thing that went on in Port Arthur, and within days of that occurring, no. the three thousand pages of legislation required ready. to Boom. to get to get rid of the guns was already in place and and read in Parliament. Yeah, and Gabriel says he doubts if there are any school shootings anywhere in the world. By school shootings, I don't mean a guy just bringing a gun and shooting his his buddy. I'm just saying an organized. Uh, engineered planned out attack where someone brings in a an assault rifle i guess all rifles can be sort of assault rifle, but, but a we know style weapon just to mow down and take out children do you think that occurs anywhere in the world ever probably not yeah i would but say the, probably not too the reason that i know that these things are genuine though is because you know what reason <laughs> would the would the authorities have for here comes the sarcasm. These, these rituals. Sarcasm alert. <laughs> For those who don't know what sarcasm is. Well, it's isn't that what you hear all the time? Well, why would they do them? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, well, what, can you answer that just with a straight, <laughs> with a, just a straight no sarcasm explanation? Why? Why? Why do they do? Why do they? Well, they do, do them in the USA because you've got that Fourth Amendment and and you whatever it is it, 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 where you are, are guaranteed guns and they don't want you to have them they're just going to get them off you frank i cordially disagree with you on that okay like that was going to be my follow-up question to all this shooting stuff what is the real reason they're doing oh, so it is an actual question then all right yeah, yeah. That's a question but i i, I, I just i have i'll be straightforward with you i've just assumed they want to disarm you mm -mm. never okay. will never happen in america ever ever okay that's very absolutist well, go that ahead. is so absolutist now, that's now true. we have now we have controversy so let's hear it well i wanted to get yours before i give you mine you, or do you want me to go first no i well, agree I, with Frank I, I've, myself. I've given you my opinion i think they're disarming people let's what about diego before that? we hear marcus diego do you think there's ever been mass orchestrated school shootings that seemingly lack a motivation because most crimes need a motivation. That's, yes. that's a big part of crime, violent crime, especially. Well, we can, you know, I get maybe even that same question applies here in Nova Scotia two years ago when that, that mass killer uh, killed 23 people here. Uh, right. Yeah. Just, you had just, one in your tiny little province and it's a tiny yeah. province, Nova Scotia. Yeah. yeah. So we had, we had the same here, but uh, you know, for me, even if it was, even if, even if there was such a thing as a real, you know, mass shooting, let's say for example, um, there's always nuances to that. 
um, and there's uh, to me there's timelines there's things that don't make sense that don't add together uh, probably the police were involved or or uh, or some sort of intelligence agency was involved um, so I, I don't trust it when I hear these shootings I don't trust what the obviously what the news is telling me um, you know unless I'm actually there on the ground uh, in, and Marcus's question what's the reasoning for this the real um, reason the real reason for this, um, I, I was with the with, with the with, uh, Frank and Tim. Uh, I thought they wanted to take your guns, but it makes sense that you're saying that they would never take, uh, you know, the guns uh, in, in the United States. That does make sense to me. Um, so, is there another reason? Uh, you know, uh, uh, to me, it could be it could be a sideshow, um, uh, you know, a narrative that they want your brains off another story that they're doing an undercover some other story that they're doing that they don't want your attention on i don't know it could be a variety of different things psychologically um yeah so i'll ask frank a question because he's in australia and i think he's going to answer his own question by my question so my question is this frank if you think of america what's the first word that comes to mind texas freedom or freedom you said texas <laughs> yeah, are you yeah. just being yeah. irreverent, or no, no? When I think of when I think of the USA, I just think of um, those Bing Crosby songs, "Give Me a Land, Lots of Land," and all that stuff. I think of Joe Biden. Okay, Tiago, what do you think of? What's one word you think of when you think of America? Freedom. Yeah, that's interesting because almost everyone I talk to outside of America, they think guns. Shooting. Yeah, guns. Violence. guns and violence, shootings. Unnecessary if, shooting. If you, and, if you if you specifically ask me about Texas, what what's the first thing that come or first two things that come in into my mind about Texas? Then yes, my first thought would be guns, and uh, and uh, ribs. Beef. Yeah. I think it was yeah. Beef. beef yeah. Mm. Yeah. But but and, it was interesting. This, I saw. I was at I was at dinner when all this was going on with some friends of mine. This is up in Queensland, and and they're going on about. I said, look, I I don't think it's. I don't think it's genuine and you know, just for one, I think it's just a TV show. And, um, you know, you, the, the idea that the USA has the, got the most murders, et cetera, in the world just doesn't hold up to the facts. No. I mean, yes, there, there are, there are people shot, but most of the people that die by gunshot wounds are suicides or from police action. The number of homicides performed by guns per capita in the USA is one of the lowest in the world. I think it's like a hundredth or something. So here's a piece of trivia that might help your thinking of what I'm thinking. And that is there's only been three school mass shootings between 1903 and 1966. Okay. And another hint is everything in America changed five years later in 1971. The gold standard for the dollar, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm I'm intrigued. Don't we only have an hour show? So we're, we're <laughs> <laughs> I know you like to challenge us, but uh, well, you guys usually you guys usually come through. So oh, okay. No, I think I think it's it's all about twenty four seven surveillance, digital tracking. If you notice, they use every time yeah, it's okay. a military yeah. style gun. Why would they use a military-style gun every time in a PSYOP? Who's going to be triggered by that, pun intended? Yeah. 
It's the middle class. The middle class is going to be like someone. That's the reaction part of the Hegelian dialectic. Someone do something about this. Yeah. So what do you do? 24-7 surveillance, digital tracking. My wife, who's retiring. There you go. I just said it for the first time. She's retiring. You said it many times. I don't think so. I I told you personally. (laughs) I I told you personally. This is the first time on air. No, I think. No, I've heard heard you say it before, too. She's officially retiring this year, a year early. Right. And. In order to get into her school and every school in America since 9-11, you had to get buzzed in and you had to have clearances. You had to have a yeah. background check. I to thought come that to was school. Sandy Hoax. That we got our, our our public elementary school got a intercom system right after Sandy Hoax. That was very quickly done. So are you sure it was 9-11 or not in not 2012? I am 100% positive. And I know that because I would always surprise my wife at school um and and the teachers just loved it they melted because i would show up and then as soon as after 9 11 that was all gone i had to have clearances all right okay yeah my daughter's well, school I, is the same you, you got to be buzzed in well I, I i cordially respectfully disagree i think it's more way more about the second amendment this is going to go way deeper because can we yeah. can we do a bet I'll bet you any amount you want to bet that they're not going to take guns away. They're going to try, maybe. There's no way my neighbors are going to give up their guns. No chance in hell. Okay. Well, when they have exchanging guns for food, they mm-hmm. might give up a few. No, not going to happen. Okay. Well, I was just I, at, yeah, I was I, at the I, grocery I think store you tonight. Presented your argument very plausibly, Marcus. I'll, I'll have to say that. Okay. Cool. I was at the grocery store tonight. And all we hear about is the shortages, the diesel shortages. And I'm sure, Tim, you have some stories about diesel. I was at the store tonight. The only thing, even the baby formula was half gone. It wasn't all gone. It was half gone. The only thing missing from my store, it was fully stocked, is spring water. For some reason, and I think it's because the rates of, of tap water here are like tripling. So people are, instead of getting water from the tap, now they're going down the store and paying a dollar a gallon to get water. Everything else was fully stocked. I've never seen the store so stocked ever. So a lot of what we're hearing is just whoppers of a lie. So this idea that they're going to take our guns away, how many school shootings have they tried since 1966? It has to be hundreds. Hundreds, I think, yeah. How, How come they haven't taken the guns away yet? Hundreds. Because they're waiting for the people to demand it, and they're going to ramp it up over time. This. Everything is being accelerated and ramped up. I'm telling you, my neighbors will shoot those people who want the guns taken away. I guarantee <laughs> they will put those guns to use. Okay. Well, it's it's you. You might be in a more rural area, but the people in the I cities, am? yeah, cities, they're, they're, they're beta well, cucks. What can I say? Well, the cities are <laughs> the rapidly becoming the majority of America, just like everywhere in the world. So that's that's the point. Diego, do you what, it, do you, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, you know what? I think it's, uh, it makes sense. His argument makes total sense to me. Uh, the only thing um, where I might suspect they, they might initially try to take your guns is in your hardcore blue states like California. They might, yeah. They, yeah. I would agree with that. But, but Pennsylvania here, no. Well, let's take a look at the headlines under the presearch.com when we type in Second Amendment. 
Does the Second Amendment actually give you the right to own a gun? The Supreme Court is on the verge of expanding Second Amendment gun rights. President Biden says the Second Amendment is not absolute following slew of mass shootings. The right-wing lie that's killing our children. Michael Moore tells MSNBC it's time to repeal the Second Amendment. John McClain, Larry Gatlin, Larry Stewart cancel NRA convention after Texas shooting. Did Justice Berger call gun lobbies take on Second Amendment a fraud on the American public, etc.? So I think that it's really ramping up again. And if they choose to make these school school shootings accelerate, which they can, and they have that uh, momentum on their side where they have change going at full tilt with COVID, the COVID catalyst, as I called it in 2020. It's just like gas pouring on a fire. They can pour it anywhere, and it seems to work magic. I really think this is just another push. Now, are guns going to go away next week? No, but this is just the Fabian model of changing society. And, and they have 3D guns that are just as good as regular guns. Guns are never going not, away. Not for very long, though. It's If they're made of plastic, they only are worth I'm telling you, I've seen some videos recently. I, will, I have a friend who's just become a gunaholic, mm-hmm. and I will ask him about that. He's, he's sending me pictures all the time of his latest purchases, so I will ask him. Okay. It's interesting that in Canada, I have a friend who's, who's super uh, enthusiastic about guns all of a sudden, just because it's this is his latest hobby. So anyway, I, I, I still think this is part of a an orchestrated event to bring in bring in uh, a repeal of the Second Amendment or a change a change in it. Now I just sent you on Telegram two comments that were underneath a YouTube video. And this is again, like people need do not know this. If you read the comments, they say exact if you can pull that up, if you're mm-hmm. able. Okay. I would have linked directly to YouTube, but this sort of thing gets deleted a lot. All right, that's fine. We have two different usernames writing the exact same comment. Do you see that? I'm going to look at it now. And there's tons of bots out there. This Everyone thinks, oh, everyone yeah. is pro. Is Everyone's anti-gun. Of course there's bots. Yeah, but people don't know that. I'm telling you, my wife doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. She hears me talk about it all the time. She's it's a little it. small, but I think that you can sort of see it here. Anyway, it doesn't come up real well on Telegram. But, you want me uh, to read it? Yeah, go for it. So Steve's dad was assassinated by a gunman. You can hear the emotion in his voice and in his breathing, and he really means it. And that Steve is that Steve Kerr, who's a coach. That's another way to know if a school shooting is real or not. When you have the culture creation industry, an NBA coach who's who's interrupting his press conference to talk about the shooting uh, on NHL.com, that's hockey. They had a statement about how horrible the shooting is. That's how I know it's fake. Okay. And again, on June 6th, I think I will do, I'll have this massive checklist that anyone can, there's no need to listen to me. You can just do it for yourself and see what's real and what's not. And I've never well, seen a real mass shooting in school or any. I think the key things are is that they name the perpetrator, which if, if there was a real case, they wouldn't be naming the perpetrator. Secondly, the perpetrator usually dies. Well, in fact, as far as I know, dies every time. Ours did today in Toronto. I had one two miles away from my house today. 
Oh, he died as well. Okay, so that's just another example because the Texas one died. You know, there's, there's, and then, and they're naming names. Did they name the name of the Toronto guy? No, no, no. Okay. They just said it was a guy walking with a what looked like a rifle. We got, we have no details here. Okay. On zero. And usually they have a three names, but in the last several shootings, they're not. They've been two names, two two word names. Yeah, I think those are really weak, uh, yeah. weak things to go. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, but, but but when you put it all together, it builds a strong case. Do you remember okay. that guy who was who who shot? I forget who it was who shot people, and he was hauled in, and it looked like he was wearing like a paper outfit. No. Yeah, like everyone's commenting, like, why is he wearing like a paper jumpsuit? It was paper. You're not thinking of the Unibomber guy, eh? No, this is like over the last month or so. Oh, okay. No, let me I see if I can that. find it in my notes. Because it's just I remember the Unibomber had a bit of a jumpsuit thing going on, didn't he? When they pulled him in. Probably. Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was uh, he was caught in the um, in the forest, and I think in Montana somewhere, rural Montana, he was hiding out. So, he, yeah, I think he had a one of those jumpsuits, uh, kind of they look like mechanic jumpsuit. Yeah, mechanics wear. Yeah, Ed Kaczynski's house is in a museum now. I think his little cabin. It is. Yeah, <laughs> but the museum is is out of business. It's no longer there. Uh -oh. It's called the <laughs> News Museum. Killed by COVID. <laughs> actually no one ever was no one ever went there it was just this empty space and it was founded by the guy who founded there uh, the usa today there's teddy i don't even think that's a real picture i think it's photo slot there. so there <laughs> there's the house oh they the put the house in the museum wow yeah. <laughs> it's just it looks like a large dog house <laughs> Look, they got lights, they got a generator, they got everything there. A little house in the woods where this madman wrote manifestos, planned bombings. It's just brilliant. It's it almost a, uh, a prelude to the cave Osama bin Laden mm had -hmm. in Afghanistan. It's the same, same idea, same storytelling, storytelling device. Your favorite podcaster, Legal Man, weighed in on the texas shooting and he oh wrote, i have been not i have not been listening to him i don't listen to him anymore anyway because it's just it's just repetitive negativity he wrote so an 18 year old puts a body pu puts on body armor to kill his grandmother then is running from police crashes near a school gets away from the cops chasing him runs inside the school and starts killing unarmed little kids that's the story they expect me to believe yeah Here's it's the so ridiculous. Here's the inside of Kaczynski's uh, workshop here. This is where is Tide required? Was did he use Tide to make the bomb? <laughs> I'm guessing. Is this product placement? Well, they always do product placement <laughs> in the show. That's another little hint right there. They always do product placement. And that's a great that's the most colorful part of the whole picture, the Tide box. <laughs> and presumably there must be a a donation site set up for the victims of the shooting, is there? Oh, numerous. I haven't looked yet, yeah. Numerous. Is this another clue where they have the uh yeah, they have they have the, the bumblebee um, here? You look at this is quite an interesting picture. Oh, I have sorry, I 
Yeah, the Ted Kaczynski inside the shed. There's a looks like some kind of mirror or something on the wall that has bumblebee covers. I, I think someone was talking about bum black and black and yellow coloration as some sort of clue as well. But yeah, these guys, the hive, maybe the hive. I don't know. Mm. Oh, I think the museum is brilliant, and and it's closed, isn't it? It's sad. Would yeah. have been would have been the highlight of my next trip to America in <laughs> in right after, right after Graceland. It's actually well, down the street from the spy museum. There's a spy museum, the CIA spy museum. It's down the that's street. A it's in, that's a coincidence. In La Font. Wow. I only know that because we we used to go to Washington every other month. <laughs> Don't go there anymore. Supposedly, uh, Ted Kaczynski's at the uh, Super ADX in Florence, Colorado. Well, they all are. If you notice, yeah. they all are at the Supermax. All the all these mass. Yeah. What's ADX stand for? ADX. That's like the highest level of security in the United States prison system. It's I think it's a level six. That's where all the uh, what is it stand mafia for? guys and Aryan Brotherhood are. It's in the national. No, it's it's, it's where all the people who know how to. Dodge a tax fraud, isn't it? That's where they they put that. <laughs> like Bernie Madoff, <laughs> he was in Butner. He was uh, in the FCI Butner. Uh, like uh, it was like a college campus, I heard. So, <laughs> so he's teaching everyone else how to do it. Ed yeah. Kaczynski was Probably. turned in by his own brother. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's what the story. kind of brother is that? Yeah. <laughs> he's a Hollywood he, he brother. Had, <laughs> he had a heart. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You know, you know, the funny thing is that I found a little funny was you have all these killers out there, but yet when they locked us down for two years up here in Canada and uh, they had all these mandates, they didn't let you go anywhere, do anything and all this ridiculousness. Where was all these killers, all these psychopaths to, yep. <laughs> to kill the to kill these idiots, politicians? They, they were all obeying the laws. Yeah. You know, they, sorry, I well, can't I go and kill anyone Europe. today. I've got COVID. ISIS where, left Europe. I where that. was the Unabomber when I needed him, man? I was like, why, where, why can't I this guy send a few bombs, is ISIS called in at all its uh, operatives back from Europe. He said, we don't want you to catch COVID. <laughs> that is true. That was a true story. Wait, wait, sorry, the story. The, the, you mean it was a story, but you're not going to tell me oh, you yeah. think it's true, obviously. Well, the ISIS doesn't exist. <laughs> How did, yeah, I'm. I'm just wondering how they found out that ISIS called their operatives back. Who told them? You know, what's their link to ISIS? You know, we're a socially responsible terrorist organization. We've called all our operatives back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in there somewhere. Frank, I don't all know right. if you know this, but you cannot shoot a gun straight <laughs> if you're wearing a mask on. That's probably why it hasn't happened the last two years. Is that what it is? It's the mask. You can't, you can't see straight. I, I'd need to allow for the Coriolis effect too, and it's very difficult when I haven't when I've got COVID to allow for that. Oh, you just reminded me, Frank. My wife wants to know what your favorite karaoke song is to sing. Oh, it's a new one that my wife's put me on to called. Um, oh, I'm writing uh, this down. All of All of Me by Johnny Legend. Okay. It's a hoot. Okay. It's got all the emotional Harry stuff Connick's and, and, and people, people crying and Lots stuff. People you, know? covered you ever see what Harry Connick looks like these days? No. Go, go, go look him up. He looks put, horrible. 
put the picture up. Wow, we're all over the map tonight. Yeah, it's fun. Though. Keeping it fresh, man. <laughs> can only talk about killing so so long. <laughs> <laughs> this is oh, this. You could call this the deer hunter episode, Ed. I don't know if I got a recent one or not. Or he's we, totally uh, bald. Are we suspecting any FDM action? Mm. Yeah. No, I, I I have to. I'd have to find some. Type, uh, type in his name and then today. Harry Connick Jr. today. Okay. No, I'm not, he's bald. He's totally bald. What? I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being bald myself. No. Or what are you saying, Frank? <laughs> so <is> <laughs> I grew a beard. There you go. <laughs> he just looks horrible bald. I'll keep keep talking while I'm looking. Harry, if you're listening, you know, no. I found no a picture. I'll, I'll zing it to you. <laughs> He's got uh, a nice voice, though. Send me some links. What the, It's not good to use um, Telegram. It's not, not the best. I'll send it. I can send a link in, um, in the private chat. Right. <sighs> Here we go. Oh. He's so very bald. Okay, that that doesn't even look that doesn't even look like like him and or at all. It look, I know that looks it looks like he's wearing a rubber whatever on the head too. So yeah, like what up what up with that? He used to be a good, really good looking guy. Well, people do get old, but he's not that old. What age is he? I'm looking it up. I, IMDb. He is 54. He's a year younger than me. Yeah, you see him for that. Okay. He was born on September 11th, by the way. Actually, he was, he was born on the year, yeah, the year I was born, 67, September 11th. Okay. Is this the one, Frank? No, that's that all of me is um, an old song. Was oh, there a new All of Me? A new All of Me by John Johnny Legend. Okay. It's got lots of, you know, it's really cheery and, you know, emotional and stuff. It's all about all love. Right. Let's go to Tiago. Tiago, what do you got for us today? Anything to take us off these? Uh, yeah, these you know, you know, um, is that Frank singing? <laughs> Frank, if I ever make it to Australia again, and I've been there like twenty times, man, we we gotta oh, wow. go for a beer and sing. Oh, absolutely, that would be great. If I get to Canada again, which I've I've been three or four times, because I've got lots of relatives there, but I just don't think international travel is the thing for me at the moment. Well, I might come there. My daughter's dying to go there, so we'll uh, we'll see if uh, if they let me back on a plane one of these days. Then, uh, yeah, less less emphasis on the dying, of course. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, is there so? Is there anything that I have? You know what? I was actually taken aback today, uh, and I was suspecting that one of you uh, three gentlemen uh, had something to do with this. I wasn't sure. I was going to ask you on the show tonight. Uh, um, have any of you three ever heard of a gentleman, a big podcaster, uh, interviewer by the name of Aaron Aaron Fifield from Australia? Nope. No. Okay, because he is a guy 
who interviews the top traders in the whole world, uh, like multi, multi-millionaires and billionaires. And he actually friend requested me today on Facebook. So oh, wow. I thought, yeah, so I thought, uh, you know, I thought maybe one of you gentlemen had something to do with it because I've, I've never communicated it with him before, unless he listens to the fakeologist. That's all I can say. Oh, think that of. is cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've, you've been on Mike in the Night. Maybe he listens to Mike in the Night. Uh, yeah. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. And, and speaking about podcasts, uh, um, I made a deal with a guy here uh, who does uh, Facebook promotion. So I'm going to be promoting my Facebook um, uh, group, I guess, to like uh, something in the neighborhood of 80 to 100 million people online. And okay. uh, directly specific targeted at, at uh, the healthcare sector. And uh, he does it for cheap. He's just going to post my link to my Facebook group on all these uh, big uh, Facebook groups that have millions of people in them. Wow. And uh, so that's why I want to do um, I want to do a uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, like a simulcast podcast maybe next month if you guys are interested that way. Of course. Uh, yeah, you I thought know, we were doing have... that tonight. I was all excited. <laughs> no, well, you yeah, know I what? Think, I thought you said that. No, I said I said for next month. I was I oh wanted next because, month. Okay. Yeah, because I wanted to do. I want I want the promotion out there so I can get you guys as much. Uh, oh, I appreciate um, as much eyeballs and and uh, you know on the uh, podcast. Um, nice. So if if this guy Aaron Fifield, the podcaster, he he is probably like I said, he's the biggest interviewer in the whole world of the best top traders in the whole world. Um, he's got a following, I think, of a quarter, something like a quarter million. Is he on an MM fighter, MMA fighter? No, no, no. He just he just does podcasts, and the only, he, his uh, niche is he interviews the top uh, day traders in the whole world. And uh, and uh, so if I Biggest, manage uh, podcast, that? no one's heard of. Okay. Yeah, well, it, only pretty much in the trading. You know, trading. If you're a trader, then you'll know who he is, right? But yeah, uh, like, and, I got it here. Yeah. And so if I get, uh, maybe I, if I get on his podcast, then I'm going to tell him that, you know, to put my link to my Facebook group on there. So I'm going to try to get in the next few weeks, I'm going to try to get as much exposure before we do the simulcast that way, uh, you know, that way it's not, you know, you know, small, I want it to be like, you know, large. So that way you guys have as many eyes on, on you guys as, as possible. I appreciate as well. that. And what, yeah. what are, what audience are you targeting? Um, I'm going to be, well, for Iron Fifield, obviously the traders, but for my other friend who's doing, he does YouTube and Facebook promotion. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's going to be specifically pointing my, uh, you know, my, uh, Facebook group, uh, since it's a vaccine injury, Facebook group, uh, it's going to be strictly like to healthcare, uh, vaccine injury and deaths, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm assuming that, you know, with that million, that many millions of people that he's going to be putting it out there to, there's going to be tons of people who are going to be quote unquote, you know, fakeology interested as well, I would assume, hmm. um, you know, that, uh, you know, and a lot of these people are turning into fakeologists because they already don't trust the government with these vaccines and the deaths that they've seen their friends and, and their families, uh, people otherwise who, you know, are quiet by nature and would have never have thought this way, you know, three years ago. And now all of a sudden they don't trust nothing the government says or does. So I, th I think uh, I think the tide is turning a little bit in that respect in terms of an audience for podcasters mm -hmm. like uh, like Tim and Mark. Cool. Yeah, I'm seeing a massive, massive turnaround in the business owners space on Twitter because I keep lists of different audiences. Mm -hmm. And I was blown away. I haven't I haven't looked at it in a couple months. And now everyone is a conspiracy theorist there. Oh, that's <laughs> great. 
Oh my goodness, yes, it's great. Well, I, I'm hearing I, more I, stories I of I people in their fifties just dying, and everyone just saying, "Oh boy, I guess I'm, we're just at the age when everyone around us dies." And these people are <laughs> early sixties, fifties, and sixties. So, uh, a pod or a, a radio personality in Toronto just dropped dead. He was overweight apparently, but he just dropped dead, uh, and he seemed perfectly fine. And there's been a string of famous cricket players in Australia. Even I'm starting to get suspicious that, you know, maybe not all of these are real. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, I think part of the effectiveness of of, of the um, injection might be, you know, people's fear of it too. I think, you know, I've heard it said that your mindset affects your health, and it's a thing that I agree with. Sure. I think people, people that fear the injection um, – may also be more more badly affected than they need necessarily be placebo so, effect is quite powerful right yeah yeah the placebo nocebo yeah nocebo yeah right nocebo right well that'll be good uh Diego, if you can uh any any synergies any crossovers that's that's always welcome yeah, and and you know I'm particularly excited because uh, he's doing it with such a, a broad audience of a hundred, roughly a hundred million people in his Facebook groups. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's uh, yeah, one group's got two million, another one's got three. You know what I mean? And then when you add them all up, you know, it's r- roughly an audience that uh, that's going to see my the link to my Facebook group of of, of uh, roughly a hundred million people. So um, it's going to be pretty cool if I can uh, if I can get uh, some of them stragglers onto my site and then and then we can we can run the uh, the live stream next month and uh, I'm going to I'm going to accept I haven't accepted the friend request yet from Aaron Fifield, but I'm going to accept it here tonight and then uh, I'm going to message him and see if he wants to set up an interview and then that way I'll make it part of the interview where if he wants to interview me then he's got to put that Facebook link down in the details of the YouTube video. Nice. Good luck like with the strategy. Hope it alpha. comes out for you. Yeah, alpha move. Not, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be fine. So right now, my group's you know it's pretty small. It's only like six thousand three hundred people. I want to. I, I kind of want to get it to hundred grand, and then uh, and then we can do this podcast and be live. And then, like I said, you guys can you know uh, all eyeballs on you guys as well too. So it'll be pretty cool. Nice. We appreciate. Definitely appreciate that. Thank you so much. So, Tim, I want to respect your time as always. It's coming up on nine twenty-six. Can we put a? Can we go back to the stop having kids movement real quick? Yes, please. It's my favorite topic. Are you all right with that, Tim? Go, go, go ahead. So, I think I think you bringing up Valisa and Sarah having kids, not having kids, etc. Look what it sparked. I mean, John Laban now had four other people on his recorded call that I listened to a little bit of. And now he's talking about how many people actually have that real conversation. I've never once heard a podcast have a conversation like that. I yeah. think that's awesome. I do too. Yeah, it's great. It, it was it was timely, fantastic. And this stop having kids movement thing, I think what people who who are anti what Tim has said and what I've said. Uh, don't understand is that this is an agenda yeah and it's working yeah and if we're so smart if we're so awake why are we falling for the agenda that's one of, and then then you know that really triggered actually sarah she's like oh that's the only reason you're having kids is because 
they don't want us to have kids. I'm like, no, it's, there's a many reasons I, I choose to have children. I don't like the word kids. Um, but that's, I mean, but if the I, way things are going right now, we're going to be extinct. In my Humans case, will be extinct. in my case, it was a drive in me from a very, as long as I can remember, I always wanted to have children. Yeah, now, I, I don't know if you yeah. heard me when I called in. I I did not want to have children when I had children. Right. So it's it was interesting when I you know one of the things I said to my you know my my wife before we got married is you know if we're not going to have children I'm not going to get married you know because it was she, she yeah was I was the same way I said let's get married so we can get get going and have children that's that's yeah. what it's all about that's what it's all about that was the only you know even back then i was never going to get married for with that if children were going to be part of the scene i couldn't work out what it was all about so oh, that yeah. was so obviously the zeitgeist has been altered powerfully so it's a mental sterilization program isn't it yes absolutely yes yeah and this lot these last two years have been i would say very effective at that i i would look forward to seeing the statistics for sure I don't know if Frank yeah. has dug them up, the birth rates. You can't, at the moment, because they're connected with stillbirth rates and all that stuff, you, you, we're not getting them. You can't yeah. get them. Yeah, maybe there's a big lag in uh, the statistics, but it has no, to be going way down because everyone has just been encouraged to stay away from each other and each other. And such a level of uh, danger when you're near people, no matter what. Just It's just, it's got... There are still so many people badly affected by this myth. It's it's really, I, really. Incredible. I have to say though, anecdotally, my my obviously, I've just become a grandfather, and several of my daughter's friends are having children. Well, that's great news. Yeah. So there's been in in my circle, there's been a jump in the birth rate. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm, I think so. Tim, back to the marriage thing and having babies. Let, can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, go. No, you go. You so you disagree with that. You think you should get married to have children. Yeah. Even though the document is bad for both parties. Well, when you get married, you don't think of the breakup. And I know that that might sound naive, but no, I think uh when you have those negative thoughts and the exit plan already built into the marriage, then it's 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 not a good way to go go into such a situation. So yeah, I think uh, I I'm still I'm still a believer in marriage for better or for worse. Is is your and wife in the room listening right now? No. Oh, great. Let's talk about her then. <laughs> no, she, <laughs> she, she agrees with all this, though. We we are very simpatico on this. There's no issue there. But are you guys comfortable now that you're married compared to when you're dating? And by yeah. the way, how long were you dating for? About a year. Oh, because a year. At that point, you figure what's why are you dating you're we're dating because we want to commit so yeah but how do you how do you possibly know someone in a year that's mind-boggling to me you get to know them while you're getting married it's not like a test drive <laughs> a test drive a car for five years you you but that's what the car manufacturers rely on they you know you're only going to test drive for five minutes and then you find car. out you made a mistake no that's yeah, yeah when right. I, so, when I, so now, <laughs> you, now you're going to take me into the into the matchmaker matchmaker area nice the reality the reality is that we have lost all of those traditional skills about how marriages were made in the mm -hmm. community in your tribe 
That's true. All of the important stuff that that people have walked away from. Yeah. You know, that was talked about in that film, Fiddler on the Roof. You know, people that do matchmaking. Well, we mock it now. We mock it We mock it. It, yeah. it is really one of the most important things. The reason that marriages are failing here is because we've walked away from that. And it's India, also because of Hollywood. India had a perfect, yeah, India had a perfect system and they're, right. they're tearing down their own system now and the chaos is evident everywhere now. It wasn't a perfect system, but it was a system that had some basis in, in uh, logic and reason. That's right. And, and they would match people for their personality and their drive it, and all the sorts of things. And that, that they were known to the community. They're known yeah. entities. The families were known. The history was known. There's a lot. They're, su- yeah, they're supporting them. And there's, so a marriage is held together by a healthy community, in my opinion. Well, yeah. It's, and and yeah, what's, what's at the root, of the, the heart of the matter is that, you know, no one knows what the purpose of Australia is or Canada. Why does Australia exist? No one's got a clue. We just Let's don't talk about. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, Marcus. Go no, you go. I was just saying, no one's got a clue as to what it is we're trying to achieve here anymore. I wanted to talk what? about polygamy. Go well, ahead. Go in then. I said I wanted to to transition into polygamy. What do you think about that? Well, 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 I, I think if you, can aff- if you can afford it. Diego mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> can. Uh, oh, I think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not good for women. If you're pro-women, oh, it's not good. Well, why not? It's uh, Listen, when I see them getting married at the park here outside and I'm driving by in my convertible, I yell, oh, yeah, don't do weddings. it. Don't do it. Don't do it, you idiot. Right? So listen, polygamy, you know, to, you know, to each their own, of course, right? But if it works for both parties and they both in agreement, they're adults, consenting adults, why not? You know, if the guy can afford it, like Frank says, and the women want to be taken care of in that respect, absolutely. And if it works... Take a look at your screen. This, this resonated with my wife and myself. And we try and tell our children that uh, Hollywood, that's not real. Romance is is an ideal. It's not necessarily real, but this this is movie love and true love. <laughs> so, uh, which is your point back to Hollywood? You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, did you see that graphic? Yeah. yeah. Movie love. If it's you, it's always been you. And true love is. It looks I, less swollen today. I, I don't think it's particularly funny because that is true. It is, true. and it's not funny. Well, you know, a big part of the issue is is the you know the terminology we talk about English being spelling right love it, you know it's, there's four Greek words for love and and, and really there's the only thing one people are talking about the people what are talking about limerence when they talk about love here limerence is that attraction that physical chemical attraction that lasts for one year what's that talking called? about it limerence l-i-m-e-r-e-n-c-e Hold on, I gotta look that up. L I M E R E N C E. Might be two M's. In German, there's ten different ways to say love. In English, we only have one. That's a big problem. And 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 it isn't what it, we talk about anyway. You know, love clearly is deciding to accept someone as they are and committing to 
making the thing work. You know, love is a decision that you make to commit to a relationship. That's right. love. That's, that's what marriage is, the commitment. Or you should be committed, one or the other, but it, it, they go hand in hand. And really the successful marriages are the people that commit to it through thick and thin. Right. And did you mean committed as in like a psychological thing? Like yes, committed? Yeah. You, it was a little you, joke, yeah. Yeah, I, I got it. I got it, yeah. I agree with Frank and there may be a lot more worse than better for better or for worse. And people just forsake the, uh, <laughs> the worse. And if they don't have better then they just bail then they don't, don't do it. And, and, and I've got no, you know, I've got plenty of sympathy for people who realize that really, you know, it, it's just not going to work to bail out. But if, if people are prepared to, you know, battled through each day as an agreement. The thing you were talking about before, Marcus, about um, getting comfortable with each other, yeah. I don't think that's possible. Like in my relationship with my wife, we certainly have regular disagreements and we have to negotiate all the time. So it's never... Yeah, but aren't those disagreements because of your comfort? They are for no. me. They are for me. Are they? Oh, yeah. You don't... I used to send my wife, you know, postcards. Well, I, I don't feel, I, I just, I just don't feel particularly comfortable, uh, you know, in the world at the moment with my, I mean, I, I, I'm being exaggerated. I'm feeling quite comfortable, but my views do cause difficulties for my wife. Sure. So, so you know, it, your views on does, marriage or your views on COVID? On everything. On, on everything. Yeah. My, you know, yeah. you know, the idea that, it, well, you know, my, even when I say, too. even when I say to my wife, you know, you, you realize we both assume the world is flat. You know, that just turns her into a head spin. And you know, how do you negotiate that? How do you, you, this idea that the thing is going to get stale has not occurred in our case. We are constantly exchanging ideas and setting up a new, um, what's on, a, a new balance, I guess, power balance each day. Limerence, by the way, is infatuation. Yeah. And so I have a question I for you. I have a question for you, Frank, about that. Yeah. When you go out karaoke hopping. Yep. Is that what you do? You you hopping? Karaoke. Do, do, have you in the last two, three, five years had any limerence of what you've seen in the bars that you go like you used to in the past? Because I, I am going. I am going to invoke. Oh, the fifth. Whatever amendment is required. The fifth amendment. Because yeah. I'm. I'm not seeing any infatuation anywhere I go. It's people. You're just obviously hanging the wrong songs, or I'm hanging the wrong place. What are you saying, Marcus? You don't I'm see. Just, you, don't see there, you don't I, see uh, the uh, the appearance of lust. Is that what you're telling me? I have had no lustful. Like in the past, because I used to, I'm yeah. seeing no lustful infatuation signals in my brain for anyone for any woman I've seen in the last five years. Yeah, but the question oh, is, is girl. anyone lusting after you? <laughs> well, I told you, Tim, I'm it's like I'm gay. I mean, every gay guy loves me, but no women, no. But that's not that's not my point. Like I used to look at women and I would feel that limerence that Frank's talking about. I haven't had that feeling in years. Okay. Well, I'm not going to admit that I have. 
I understand. We'll take that as a no. I feel it all the time. Do you? Oh, it's fantastic. (laughs) Absolutely. If I see Maybe we need to hang out. You're not that far from my house. Not far. Yeah, that's true. We're not that far. Oh, man, it's awesome. I'm telling you, man. It's. uh, You need a wingman, Diego? Marcus is there. I don't don't need no stinking wingman. I can go solo. Thank you. I just needed to know where the I need to know where the prospects are. Oh, I thought you could just pick up uh, his discards. I just imagine the Amish. I just imagine the Amish were the hottest things ever. That is that actually there. If you can get past their terrible teeth, some of them are pretty good looking. <laughs> hey, they Marcus, have awful teeth. Here, here, here in the in the area where I live in Sydney in Cape Breton Island, you wouldn't believe it, but. The, it's uh, Cape Breton Island is known for some of the most beautiful women in Canada. Do they wear Do they wear makeup? Uh, some do, some don't. Um, there's a place here, a town uh, maybe ten minutes from me called New Waterford, Nova Scotia, and it's uh, you. It would blow your mind. There, it's a population of about five thousand people, and it's like it's like two thousand of them are like nine out of ten beautiful women. Huh. Like it's 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 incredible. Well, then I need pictures or I call bullshit. So send them to me. It's better you come here in person so you can see with your own eyes. Okay. Is is Nova Scotia going to become the next uh, Thailand, Tiago? I wish. Hmm. Yeah, I wish. It's it's like it's it's nice. It's beautiful out here. I mean, um, you know, I mean, it's a little cold in the winter, but uh, it's it's the limerence you're talking about. I'm surprised you're you have never felt that. In the last five, ten years or whatever. Do you know what a frass is, Diego? No. It's when your ass is in the front of you. And that's what most women have around here. Oh, you you'll get that like, in, you'll uh, get that in about a minute. You mean like a muffin top? No, like a muffin no, no. blow up doll. It's like <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's crazy. No, I, I will have to say that is one thing I have noticed is that women now are much larger than they yes. were when I was twenty. Absolutely. Yes. And Absolutely. and I I just assume that's all wheat driven. Yes, people wheat belly. Eating. Yeah, wheat belly. Yes. You know there is so much wheat consumed now; it's just madness. Tim just put up the donation. That means it's hook time. It's hook time. <laughs> Does anyone have any closing comments? Because tonight was a little more meandering than normal. Okay. Yeah. But- I enjoyed don't, it immensely. I thought it was one of the best ones we've done. The message, okay. the, the message of the night is: don't pedestalize her. Remember that word. <laughs> yeah, that is a word. That's a real word. I thought you were making it up, but I did put a link to that word in the show notes for tonight. Pedestalization—that's the name of the game. Remember and remember, boys. If any single guys are out there listening, you don't want her to love you. You want her to respect you. Yes, that's right. That's my saying, man. Don't I don't care about being liked. I just want to be respected. That's it. Wow. Anyways, thank you for having me, boys. Uh, it was a great night. I hope everyone's uh, doing great. Have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you guys next week. All right. Thank you very much, Diego. Thanks for joining in from Sydney, Nova Scotia. Trader extraordinaire. And we'll get some market reports maybe during the week or next week. Absolutely. But thanks a lot. Um, any closing comments from Announce of Salt? No, I did, I did. I did enjoy the conversation, though. So I really appreciate um, being invited. Oh, it's you're too self-indulgent for the for the others. I'm. Uh, yeah, what can you do? And will you be joining in on the Rick and Rollo show this Saturday? 
If the creator wills it, I'll be there. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a different kind of show. We do that on the Fakeologist audio chat. And there is a call-in number now. You can call in the main line, and it should patch through to the audio chat, a new technology we've implemented. So anyone can try that. Phone, phone in if you want. If you don't like Discord, and you have a phone, if you know how to use a phone, you can do that. All right. So thank you, Frank. And Marcus, any closing comments from you tonight? That was great. My favorite one that we've done so far. I appreciate it. Oh, really? I appreciate you inviting. Yeah, absolutely. I love laughing it up, especially nowadays. And well, that's great. And Sunday, Velocet and Sarah may come in to the regular show and discuss uh, just Disney World or just part two of their relationship uh, and trials and tribulations of, of that, of his journey to Florida from Australia to meet his internet wife which is a pretty interesting way to meet and it's a modern way and uh, he'll he may discuss that we're probably not going to get into controversial aspect of children and and bringing up children and having children but we'll be talking about the things he actually wanted to talk about on the last broadcast but it got derailed but that's that's how these fun conversations go my oldest son has his trainer just got back from disney world and it was absolutely dead. And it's dead because everyone is going to what's the other attraction down Universal? there? Yep, because of the wokeness of Disney. Some severe backlash, huh? Severe. Like severe. Mm -hmm. Which is good. I think it has more to do with the, and maybe we'll talk about it uh, with Bella said, because he was just there in the last month or two. Mm -hmm. They have some very bizarre. Uh, programs for getting on the rides the rates have dramatically increased so they might be they might be pushing their luck with uh, all their price increases and restrictions to getting on rides but mainly it's about money i would say so. is universal that much cheaper i do not know i do not know but disney has always had a pretty good monopoly on things on at least on the people are committed to Disney and I think they may have stressed people out on price in in a pretty dramatic way but I don't know last don't time know. I was there I was there for three days with my family of four four thousand five hundred dollars for three days I thought you said you were never you never went I did go oh you did go I, I got work done I didn't go to any I didn't even get a pass I, that that 4500 didn't include a pass for me Oh, but you did go because I, I was yeah. always under the impression you would never go. Yeah, and, and I only went because I wanted my family to see my parents who I haven't spoken to in a decade now. And oh. my parents blew them off and they live an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that recently? It was like four or five years ago, maybe. Oh, okay. Three, four years ago. Yeah. $4,500 for three days. Nice. <clears throat> wow. Oh, it's. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but well, well, maybe we'll talk about that with Vela said on Sunday. So we've got uh, some shows and some guests lined up from the Fakeologist for the Fakeologist show, and uh, so thank you everyone for joining. And Marcus, uh, you can plug your site if you'd like. Sure, if you would like to get all of my shows that I've ever done publicly, you can go to escapethenewnormal.com. Escapethenewnormal.com, and thanks for having me on again. All right, we'll do it again next week. Let's do it. 
All right. Take care. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye -bye.